January 8, Genesis 28, Genesis 29, and Genesis 30. Approximately or circa 1713 17, uh, 17, BC, um, Jacob was told to find a wife and he received the blessing from God in Bethel. And at, at the age of 85, he married his cousin um, Leah and Rachel and that that happened when when Jacob lived with Laban and Jacob became richer he had 11 sons and one daughter Genesis 28 Isaac called Jacob greeted him and said to him don't marry a Canaanite woman go instead to Mesopotamia to the home of your grandfather Bethuel and marry one of the young women that women there one of your uncle Laban's daughters. May Almighty God bless your marriage and give you many children so that you will become the father of many nations. May he bless you and your descendants as he blessed Abraham and may you take possession of this land in which you have lived and which God gave to Abraham. Isaac sent Jacob away to Mesopotamia to Laban who was the son of Bethuel, the Aramean, and the brother of Rebekah, the mother of Jacob and Esau. Esau takes another wife. Esau learned that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away to Mesopotamia to find a wife. He also learned that when Isaac blessed him, he commanded him not to marry a Canaanite woman. He found out that Jacob had obeyed his father and mother and had gone to Mesopotamia. Esau then understood that his father Isaac did not approve of Canaanite women. So he went to Ishmael, son of Abraham, and married his daughter Mahalath, who was the sister of Nebaioth. Jacob's dream at Bethel. Jacob left Beersheba and started towards Haran. At sunset, he came to a holy place and camped there. He lay down to sleep, resting his head on a stone. He dreamt that he saw a stairway reaching from earth to heaven, with angels going up and coming down on it, and there was the Lord standing beside him. I am the Lord, the God of Abraham and Isaac, he said. I will give you and to your descendants this land on which you are lying. They will be as numerous as the specks of dust on the earth. They will extend their territory in all directions, and through you and your descendants, I will bless all the nations. Remember, I will be with you and protect you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done all that I have promised you. Jacob woke up and said, The Lord is here. He is in this place, and I didn't know it. He was afraid and said, What a terrifying place this is. It must be the house of God. It must be the gate that opens into heaven. Jacob got up early next morning, took the stone that was under his head, and set it up as a memorial. Then he poured olive oil on it to dedicate it to God. He named the place Bethel. The town there was once known as Luz. Then Jacob made a vow to the Lord. If you will be with me and protect me on the journey I am making and give me food and clothing 
and if I return safely to my father's home, and th- then you will be my God. This is this memorial stone which I have set up will be the place where you are worshipped, and I will give you a tenth of everything you give me. Genesis twenty nine. Jacob's arrives at Laban's house. Jacob continued on his way and went towards the land of the east. Suddenly he came upon a well. Out in the fields, with three flocks of sheep lying round it, the flocks were watered from this well, which had a large stone over over the opening. Whenever all the flocks came together there, the shepherds would roll the stone back and water them. Then they would put the stone back in place. Jacob asked the shepherds, "My friends, where are you from?" "From Haran," they answered. He asked. Do you know Laban, grandson of Nahor? Yes, we do. They answered. Is he well? He asked. He is well. They answered. Look, here comes his daughter Rachel with his flock. Jacob said, Since it is still broad daylight and not yet time to bring the flocks in, why don't you water them and take them back to pasture? They answered. We can't do that until all the flocks are here and the stone had been rolled back. Then we will water the flocks. While Jacob was still talking to them, Rachel arrived with the flock. When Jacob saw Rachel with his uncle Laban's flock, he went to the well, rolled the stone back, and watered the sheep. Then he kissed her and began to cry for joy. He told her, "I am your father's relative, the son of Rebekah." She ran to tell her father, and when he heard the news about his nephew Jacob, he ran to meet him, hug him, and kiss him, and brought him into the house. When Jacob told Laban everything that had happened, Laban said, "Yes, indeed, you are my own flesh and blood." Jacob stayed there a whole month. Jacob serves Laban for Rachel and Leah. Laban said to Jacob, "You shouldn't work for me for nothing just because you are my relative." How much pay do you want? Laban had two daughters. The elder was named Leah, and the younger Rachel. Leah had lovely eyes, but Rachel was shapely and beautiful. Well, the word "lovely" here can be translated as "weak" as well, uh, because the the original word has apparently has two meanings. Or maybe this is just a euphemism from the version of Good News Bible. Let's continue. Jacob was in love with Rachel, so he said, "I will work seven years for you if you let me marry Rachel." Laban answered, "I would rather give her to you than to anyone else. Stay here with me." Jacob worked seven years so that he could have Rachel, and the time seemed like only a few days to him because he loved her. Then Jacob said to Laban, "The time is up. Let me marry your daughter." So Laban gave a wedding feast and invited everyone. But that night, instead of Rachel, he took Leah to Jacob, and Jacob had intercourse with her. Laban gave his slave woman Zilpa to his daughter Leah as her maid. Not until、uh, the next morning did Jacob discover that it was Leah. He went to Laban and said, "Why did you do this to me? I worked to get Rachel. Why have you tricked me?" Laban answered, "It is not the custom here to give the younger daughter in marriage before the elder." Wait until the week's marriage celebrations are over, and I will give you Rachel, if you will work for me for another seven years. 
Jacob agreed, and when the week of marriage celebrations was over, Laban gave him his daughter Rachel as his wife. Laban gave his slave woman Bilhah to his daughter Rachel as her maid. Jacob had intercourse with Rachel also, and he loved her more than Leah. Then he worked for Laban another seven years. The children born to Jacob. When the Lord saw that Leah was loved less than Rachel, he made it possible for her to make, to have children, but Rachel remained childless. Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. He said, she said, the Lord has seen my trouble and now my husband will love me. So she named him Reuben. Uh, she became pregnant again and gave birth to another son. So she said, the Lord has given me this son also because he heard that it, I was not loved. So she named him Simeon. Once again, uh, okay, she became pregnant and gave birth to another son. She said, now my husband will be bound more tightly to me because I have borne him three sons. So she named him Levi. Then she became pregnant again and gave birth to another son. She said, this time I will praise the Lord. So she named him Judah. Then she stopped having children. Genesis 13. But Rachel had not borne Jacob any children. And so she became jealous of her sister and said to Jacob, Give me children or I will die. Jacob became angry with Rachel and said, I can't take the place of God. He is the one who keeps you from having children. She said, Here is my slave Bilhah. Sleep with her so that she can have a child for me. In this way, I can become a mother through her. So she gave Bilhah to her husband and he had intercourse with her. Bilhah became pregnant and bore Jacob a son. Rachel said, God has judged in my favor. He has heard my prayer and has given me a son. So she named him Dan. Bilhah became pregnant again and bore Jacob a second son. Rachel said, I have fought a hard fight with my sister, but I have won. So she named him Naphtali. When Leah realized that she had stopped having children, she gave her slave Zilpah to Jacob as his wife. Then Zilpah bore Jacob a son. Leah said, I have, I have been lucky, so she named him God. Zilpah bore Jacob another son, and Leah said, How happy I am. Now women will call me happy. So she named him Asher. During the wheat harvest, Reuben went into the fields and found mandrakes, which he brought to his mother Leah. Rachel said to Leah, Please give me some of your son's mandrakes. Leah answered, Isn't it enough that you have taken away my husband? Now you are even trying to take away my son's mandrakes? Uh, okay. And then, okay, what is mandrakes? Mandrakes is basically plants which were believed to produce fertility and were used to as love charms. Hmm, interesting. Rachel said, if you will give me your son's mandrakes, you can sleep with Jacob tonight. When Jacob came in from the fields in the, in the evening, Leah went out to meet him and said, you are going to sleep with me tonight because I have paid for you with my son's mandrakes. So he had intercourse with her that night. God answered Leah's prayer and she became pregnant and bore Jacob a fifth son. 
Leah said, God has, has given me my reward because I gave my slave to my husband. So she named her son Issachar. Issachar, Leah became pregnant again and bore Jacob a sixth son. She said, God has given me a fine gift. Now my husband will accept me because I have borne him six sons. So she named him Zebulun. Later, she bore a daughter whom she named Dinah. When God remembered Rachel, he answered her prayer and made it possible for her to have children. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She said, God has taken away my disgrace by giving me a son. May the Lord give me another son. So she named him Joseph. After the uh, Jacob's bargain with Laban, after the birth of Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Let me go so that I can return home. Give me my wives and children that I may, that I have earned by working for you, and I will leave. You know how well I have served you. Laban said to him, Let me say this. I have learned by divin divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you. Name your wages and I will pay them. Jacob answered, you know how I have worked for you and how your flocks have prospered under my care. The little you had before I came has grown enormously, and the Lord has blessed you when, wherever I went. Now it is time for me to look out for my own interests. What, what shall I pay you? Laban asked. Jacob answered, I don't want any wages. I will continue to take care of your flocks if you agree to this suggestion. Let me go through all your flocks today and take every black lamp and every spotted or speckled young goat. This is all the wages I want. In the future, you can easily find out if I have been honest. When you come to check up on my wages, if I have any goat that isn't speckled or spotted or any sheep that isn't black, you will know that it has been stolen. Laban answered, Agreed. We will do as you suggest. But that day, Laban removed the male goats that he that had stripes or spots and all the females that were speckled and spotted or which had white on them. He also removed all the black sheep. He put his sons in charge of them and then went away from Jacob with this flock as far and then went away from Jacob with this flock as far as he could travel in three days. Jacob took care of the rest of Laban's flocks. Jacob got green branches of poplar, almond, and plane trees and stripped off some of the bars so that the branches had white stripes on them. He placed these branches in front of the flocks at their drinking troughs. He put them there because the animals made it when they came to drink. So when the goats breed in bread in front of the branches that produced young that were streaked, speckled, and spotted. Jacob kept the sheep separate from the goats and made them face in the direction of the streaked and black animals of Laban's flock. In this way, he built up his own flock and kept it apart from, from Laban's. When the healthy animals were mating, Jacob put the branches in front of them at the drinking troughs so that they would breed among the branches. But he did not put the branches in front of the weak animals. Soon Laban had all the weak animals and Jacob had all the healthy ones. In this way, Jacob became very wealthy. He had many flocks, slaves, camels, and donkeys. So that's the story of Jacob and how he got rich. Um, 
actually by being cunning are smart yeah anyway thank you and see you again on the next reading for january 9th tomorrow which is today